Sweet Talk is a weekly 20-minute podcast brought to you by the Continuing Education Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. This podcast is part of our continuing outreach efforts, and the format is conversation. We're having conversations with businesses, professionals, entrepreneurs, community agencies, and in all cases, difference makers. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So subscribe today. Take 20 minutes and hear from people living in your community who are making a difference in your community. It's time to get started with Sweet Talk. Hello, everyone. Um, this is Jason Batalden with uh, Continuing Education Workforce Training. I'm the assistant director here at ISU. And Paul Dickey, you're on the show today, and you've got so many titles, I don't even remember if I can remember them all. I, I can't remember them all either. <laughs> Paul, we've I'm been just, busy. I'm just, I'm just glad that one of them is uh, podcast co-host. <laughs> yeah, right? Right? And can we just put a little... Uh, I'm going to formally introduce our guest in a minute, but can I, I'm going to set her up a little bit. I'm going to set up our guest. Uh, the, our guest, I'm not going to mention her name, even though you probably read it on the title and description. Our guest was the very first person that we um, recorded in the studio on our, it wasn't our first posted episode. It was our first recorded episode. And I remember that day um, because I think our guest was a bit nervous of what she said yes to. <laughs> Not because of anything on her end, but she was like, uh, I don't know if these guys really know what they're doing. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I, I actually rewatched or um, uh, that uh, first ep that ep recorded episode. And it's, it's kind of surprising how much of it's changed because Gary was the host at that yep, time. Gary and, was the uh, host. Interviewed, uh, interviewed our guest. And uh, I was behind the camera and you were just the person who coordinated yeah. all the behind the scenes stuff. That's right. And, uh, yeah. And now look at things different. Gary, he's a, he still uh, does host shows. And so we're always excited and glad when he does, but, and we're moved out of the studio and we're, we're caught up on zoom and we've got headsets on and, all sorts of fun things. Yeah, yeah, we've we come uh, a long way. So with that better, being sound better, I think. Yeah, I think we. Yeah, I think we do too. Um, so with that all being said, I do want to give the official welcome. We have Stephanie Palagi, um, the president and CEO of Historic Downtown Pocatello, on the show today. And Stephanie, welcome back to Sweet Talk. Thank you. I'm so happy to be with you today. Okay. Can I ask you a question? Was I wrong? Were you a little bit concerned about what you said yes to that first time you walked into the studio? Yes, absolutely. I have <laughs> no idea. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I'm not sure we had an idea what we were doing, but we were just going for it. Well, now you tell me. You didn't tell me that day. Well, I, I knew know. what I was doing. I, I, I knew what I was doing. <laughs> I think, okay. We, we had a plan, Paul, of what we were doing. We had rehearsed that plan. We, I think for me, I was a little bit nervous of how this thing would all pan out. And uh, 
And uh, so I, I was so relieved when we got done with that episode and it worked out exactly how we planned it would. So yeah, yeah, I was, I, I was pretty relieved too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we, you, you know, uh, Stephanie, we had reviewed that on our footage earlier and I, I was saying, oh, maybe she's probably going to be way more relaxed because Zoom meetings are such a common thing nowadays. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, Stephanie, uh, you've got a lot going down on at uh, Historic Downtown Pocatello, um, but can you first just introduce yourself a little bit? I know that that you are well known in the community because of the work and effort you've done to uh, with Historic Downtown Pocatello and the many other uh, agencies and um, development um, partners that you work with. But uh, just can you give us a quick rundown and uh, maybe for our new listeners that might want to know a little bit about you? Sure. So I've worked uh, in the downtown area for 15 years now. Um, time flies, in case you didn't know that, because <laughs> I feel like I just got here. Um, I've actually lived in Pocatello my entire life. Um, I've raised two kids here, and I have a new grandbaby on the way. So we're super excited about that, my first grandbaby. Is it your first grandbaby? Yes. I'm sorry, I, I have two, and they're both young, and I I love grandbabies. Yeah. I, I love grandbabies almost more than I love my kids, if that's okay to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm feeling that. Um, I love my kids. And I have to say, I talk about my kids a lot because they were my core volunteers. Oh, right. Um, through so many years, they've been at parades, they've done festivals, they've done street closures, they've helped me with the trolley. Mm-hmm. I mean, my work downtown is building a neighborhood. Right and building a community. And my family has been part of that. Right so. On. Historic downtown is near and dear to my heart. Um, Being down here trying to make a difference in our community, um, economically, artistically, culturally, uh, downtown is the heart of your community. And I truly believe that historic downtown Pocatello is the heart of our community Mm -hmm. and we're beating very strongly. Right on. Well, I think you you make an excellent point, right? That um, a healthy downtown um, really does um, not only have a positive effect on the community. I mean, it has a positive effect, but it's in, important to the overall health of the community. I mean, I don't think you you would know this, and I don't mean to 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 say otherwise. But you're absolutely right, right? The downtown is the heart because that's where the health of the community sort of rests. So um, that's been an, actually an economic development um, measurement tool that's been used is if you have a strong core downtown, you have a strong community and a strong economic base. If your downtown is struggling, then it's a sign your community is struggling. So we're super proud of where downtown is today, how far we've come and where we've got some fundings and exciting developments coming up. Right. Well, in the, you know, the big thing, of course, obviously with the holiday season coming up, I know you have some big, uh, big events, but, um, you know, I think that's kind of one of the things that people, enjoy about the historic downtown Pocatello, right? Is there are things to do downtown, even though it might be a little cold out or uh, potential snow out, right? There's a reason to go downtown, especially during that holiday season. Definitely. So while we love summer downtown with our flower baskets and our outdoor events and our concerts and our food trucks and our wonderful patios and all of our restaurants, and we love to be outside, we don't stop, hosting events or having our businesses open throughout the entire winter season. So we really, really, really focus 
on um, November and December uh, are being those times where we encourage our residents to show their love for local. Shop local, dine local, be local, support local. The people who own our businesses downtown, and I'm sitting with Main Street behind me today, the people who own our businesses are our neighbors. They live here in our community and they support all the things that we do throughout the year. Baseball teams, soccer teams, every donation drive, socks for seniors, the Idaho Food Bank, our businesses, our property owners contribute to our community. And so the holiday season is a wonderful time to really shop and be local. Nice. Right. And I think that you hit the point on the again, right, is, is the one thing about our local businesses, you know, are they the people we know? Um, and the people who we ask to support us in the things that we do is, you know, uh, schools, kids, all that kind of stuff. So can we step, I want to come back to the holiday stuff for sure, but, um, you know, we know that uh, we're, I can't say we're coming out of the pandemic, but we also have to recognize that economically there is work that has to be done. So how, how has the downtown, uh, historic downtown Pocatello survived uh, the, the pandemic thus far? You know, I think the one thing that we've, our businesses have been able to do and we've been able to do is really pivot into hosting the events that we can host safely, um, really staying engaged with our community. Although we couldn't do a 4th of July parade last year, we did this year. We've just very safely, very consistently, very methodically determined what can we do? What should we do? How can we keep our businesses open? And that has been the key keeping our businesses open and our community safe and healthy. And I'm very proud of our businesses and what we've been able to accomplish. We had um, parklets that are open now. We have more outdoor dining and seating for our restaurants. We were through most of the pandemic still able to do First Friday Art Walk. Um, we, from, a, uh, from my organizational standpoint, we're really focused on what resources are available to our businesses and our property owners, what resources are available to our community. Try to be that communicator of, you know, we're, everything's okay, we're gonna be okay, we're gonna make some really hard decisions, but we're gonna do what's best. And some of our businesses had a record year last year and this year, um, we're still, you know, just continuing to do everything we can to be safe, to capitalize on, again, shopping local. Um, we did see a little bit of a shift in uh, internet shopping and internet buying. Um, and now that with the shipping delays and some of those things, we're really encouraging folks again, for the same reason, supporting local is always important. But now if you haven't made that shift back from the internet, think about it now because you're gonna be hindered um, and you're going to be worrying about some of your shipments actually getting here. You bring up a good point uh, because uh, we have been reading in the news um, that they're predicting uh, delays of uh, shipping for Christmas this season. Um, and I, I imagine that not, if you go down um, to the local stores uh, in, on Main Street, you walk in and you find the perfect Christmas gift. It's right there. You just have to pick it up, go to the register, purchase it, and you're done. Uh, no waiting for your shipment to arrive. Right. So we're encouraging folks, buy local. <laughs> Save this. The holiday season is stressful enough. You've right. got 
you've got dining, you've got entertaining, you've got family, you've got so many things, you know, students at ISU are trying to wrap up the semester. We, there's just so much to think about. Um, finding the perfect gift shouldn't be hard. Come downtown, walk through our shops. We've really been encouraging folks to get out and stroll up and down throughout the area. There's shops that you haven't seen, I guarantee you, because we've had 17 new businesses open in the last two years. Oh, right on, um, right on. Come down and, and take a look and find that perfect gift. And most of our shops have free gift wrapping too. Man, just on a little side note, uh, what a, a tremendous amount of courage and, and that must have taken for those business owners to say, okay, we're going to go ahead and continue to push forward. And I guess that speaks a little bit of their confidence in what downtown, historic downtown Pocatello has to offer, right? That, that it didn't scare them off. The pandemic didn't scare them off. I, what, what, that's fantastic. We had a brewery that opened two weeks before, um, you know. That. Right. That was panicky, right? When the lock, when it was, they yeah. weren't considered essential. I mean, if I remember uh, all the math correctly back then. We had a lot of curbside. We had a lot of takeout. We had a lot of creativity. We had, you know, folks that were doing curbside the second they could possibly do curbside. Um, we had the governor. Um, Little was here on the day that retail was able to reopen. We were at Molinelli's Jewelers that morning. And I did a Facebook Live walk up and down um, throughout the west side and the east side of downtown, just showing people, hey, our neighbors, our friends, we're here, we're open, come down and, and see us. Going back to that curbside um, delivery of their uh, products and so forth, uh, were you able or uh, were you part of that where you saw examples of how people were doing the curbside um, business and then were able to share that to the other businesses going to you going, I don't know how I'm going to stay open and you would use the other ones as examples? Sure. Um, so some of our, we have an antique store that was doing curbside craft kits for kids that were at home. Oh, yeah. Right on. Fantastic thing to do is, you know, kids were bored. Kids needed something to do. Parents needed something to do. <laughs> I have a couple sisters who had little kids at home and they were like, wow, this is really hard. <laughs> we need, something. We need some, something to do. And so, you know, it was the, the food, the, the beverage. So alcohol beverage control with the state of Idaho allowed um, some of our bars and restaurants to do cocktails to go. Really? Um, yep. Cocktail. I wish I'd known that. <laughs> <laughs> really, the creativity and the, you know, virtual hugs on Facebook and the, you know, staying intact. I, I wrote my column that appears in the Idaho State Journal every week, you know, just that same message when you can come back out, if you can support anybody you know, remotely buy a gift card, um, go to their, visit their website, give them a great review on Facebook. Do, you know, keep that, we had to keep that community engagement going. It's well, like know, a, okay, sorry, Paul, Jason. Sorry. No, go well, ahead. I, I, I look at it as like a, um, a pebble in a pond. Uh, if you keep, if you participate and keep other businesses going, those business owners can then participate and keep other businesses going. Um, and everyone are, you know, uh, contributing to uh, everyone in the community, I, I think. Again, you know, if those businesses don't succeed, then they don't have, you know, they don't have money to spend on the other businesses. Right, right. It's that whole trickle down theory that, you know, we, we all support each other. Well, I, Paul, it's funny because that was kind of my similar the comment and, and maybe not even so much a question, but, you know, I... 
it's interesting and you probably i guess that the question would be stephanie i think you probably witnessed that a little bit was how important community um kind of came um at this time right i mean uh, wasn't there a joke there for a while we we talked about our pods right our pods as people um you know we we had our pods you know uh intimate family you know close family members and and friends that 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 became important but i imagine that same kind of it sounds like that same sort of mentality was also part of uh historic downtown pocatello right is is hey wait a minute we're our we're our own pod down here we have to we have to work with one another to, to get this yeah we have to support each other mm-hmm. and and do the best we can i ate out not out but i had take out more yeah right <laughs> than i ever had and we did right. that purposely my family we did that purposely we said okay who can we support today and how can we do that and so yep. um, and, and I, I know other families and friends of ours that did the exact same thing is, you know, we, it was, what can we do to keep our community going mm-hmm. at every level? So moving forward to like this upcoming Christmas season, are you, is that sense of community? Do you feel, I, I, I here's me just guessing kind of a random off the top, not off topic, but just a, I'm wondering when you were talking earlier about the holiday season and this being an important time of year, um, and now this would be, if I'm not mistaken, the second Christmas, correct, that has uh, COVID has had its footprint or fingerprint up on. And I'm, I'm just wondering how that will translate out this year, um, especially with the shipping and especially with some of the, uh, you know, granted inter- internet shopping is convenient, but if you're on some items, you're waiting, you know, three, six months. So I'm wondering if, if maybe this year, we might begin to see or feel a little bit more community focus this year. Is that, it sounds like that's kind of what you're pushing for, but do you, do you have any insight as to maybe that's actually what we'll see? Yeah. Well, first last year, um, you know, we, we didn't do a typical Christmas parade like we usually do. We had Santa down here behind a glass window Mm-hmm. with a microphone talking to kids through glass we had our costume characters that you typically see behind glass this year we know so much more about COVID-19 and although we had a, an immense amount of support last year at Christmas we learned that we can still do small business Saturday we can still do you know shopping on Saturdays and put Santa in the windows instead of in a traditional format we learned those things and really appreciate and felt the love from our community this year having like I said we know more what we're dealing with we're having a Christmas parade the day after Thanksgiving um Santa called me the other day I you know there's some things I really love about my job and when Santa calls and says so I'm coming for the parade right and I could say yes and you're riding the fire truck in a real parade it's not going to be a static thing it's a real parade excellent Santa's excited to be here He'll make his debut on uh, Friday, November 26th. Uh, The parade starts at 6.30 p.m. And it's our traditional route from First Street from the east side of downtown to the west side of downtown. And we'll end at um, between the Pavilion and Convergis. So excellent. Small Business Saturday, we're going to have our characters out and about. We'll have some selfie stations. We'll have activities for the kids. We're really feeling comfortable with outside fresh air, um, characters on the sidewalks. We're really, we've learned, like I said, we've learned a lot. I don't anticipate having Santa behind glass this year. 
Very good. That is exciting. Oh, I bet Santa is stoked. Oh, you know, that's the, the, well, that's just, that's, that's a part. It's an important part of this, of being Santa, right. Is, is having that connection and making sure you hear from the Susie's and the Tommy's uh, exactly what they're hoping for. Yeah. And one of the things I didn't want to do last year was put a mask on Santa and have, and have kids remember that about Christmas. Mm -hmm. So that's why we used a lot of glass and a lot of selfies and a lot of, we, we wanted it to be as traditional and as in person and as memorable as possible. Well, we, we did it. Yeah. And speaking, uh, the only thing probably I have in common with Santa is the beard. And trust me, the mask just ruins the beard game. I, there's just no way to keep a good looking beard when you got to put a mask on. So, you know. I don't know what that means, but that's. Yeah. <laughs> if you remember, you know, the, the good, the good traditional things about Christmas. And that's what we do down here. We keep traditions alive. That Christmas parade has been going for 30 years plus in downtown. We've been celebrating small business Saturday as long as I can remember. Um, we always do uh, campaigns throughout the entire holiday season. Last year, we, tra we transitioned from just Small Business Saturday to Small Business Month. And so the city of Pocatello proclaims from Black Friday to Christmas Eve, uh, Shop Small Business Month. And so we've transitioned to, we, we need to have one or two big holiday shopping days to, we need to have an entire month of big shopping days yeah. um, down here. And so we're seeing that we'll host Art Walk on the first Friday of December. We had a great turnout for the November Art Walk and that's when we really started to kick off the holiday season. So December Art Walk will happen. Last year we did a, a shop and stroll event. This year, I know Idaho Antique Row is going to have some carolers out on the streets. We're going to nice. you know, bring back more of that traditional outdoor Christmas celebration. Right on. Right on. Yeah, I'm well, hoping that this year Christmas feels more like Christmas. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'd like to see all of my family. Well, yeah. as much of my family as I can this year. Yeah. I'd like to all have, have a whole big meal and eat lots and catch up on things we haven't had an opportunity to catch up on. Right. No, I do. You know, that's, that's a great point. I do remember that from last year. Again, I brought up the pods comment though, you know, and we did have our pod and, um, but even then there was a little bit of anxiety about what this means. And, you know, in part of my pod were my, uh, my parents who, you know, are in that very vulnerable population, but um, uh, this year we're, we're, I think we're all as a family and, and even a little broader, reach into friends, looking forward to a different Christmas experience. So um, you're, you're absolutely right. We learned a lot. Uh, say that much about the, the pandemic, boy. I think we've learned a lot, not just uh, health-wise and, and taking care of ourselves-wise, but it sounds like kind of what you're talking about is the, the business of doing business. Um, people have had to learn a lot too in the last uh, year and a half, so. Definitely, and the creativity. You know, if there's anything that, that the other side of the bonus side of all of this is we've certainly learned how to be creative. And sometimes when you've owned a business for a long time or you've done for a long time, that that little need to change is a good is a good thing. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. I, I don't like change. Uh, but, you know, um, but you're absolutely right. There is there is a need to change and, and we can learn a lot about ourselves and and who we are when we're kind of on that are forced to change. 
Um, and so it's sometimes being forced to change. It annoys us a little bit though, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, Stephanie, that was the timer. Thank you. Um, I think we do want to just look, I, I can't tell you just uh, this conversation today has got me excited to, to get out and, and truly enjoy the holiday season. Um, it is a holiday season um, and it's, it, there is a lot of special things going on in downtown, um, not just um, shopping, which we definitely want you to do, but it, it's an experience and it can be part of a tradition. And so we want to encourage all of those to support um, historic downtown Pocatello, is, it, it, support greater Pocatello and your neighbors, um, you know, the entire community by going out and, and, and getting your hot chocolate, your hot cider and enjoying the, the cool, brisk November evening. I got, days. I got two last things. Uh, one, when do the lights get uh, hung up on downtown, Stephanie? Yeah, so they will all be up for the parade. Um, this We start decorating about the middle of November. Um, so you'll start seeing lights go up. If not already, some of them are up. Um, that is very important for our, our downtown community is all the lights that we have up and our garland and our red bows. and. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I need to, I decorate the pavilion. So I have to get out there and do that too. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. And lastly, if someone wanted to reach out and uh, connect with you, how would they do that? Um, so uh, Facebook, you can Facebook message Historic Downtown Pocatello. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram. You can call my office 208-232-7545. Email us at info at historicdowntownpocatello.com. Stop into the pavilion, 420 North Main. I promise I'm really easy to find. I just have a lot going on. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Hey, Jason, did you see how that phone number rolled off her tongue like I that? I know. So, Stephanie, in the three years that we've done the podcast now, I you would think that I could still get the phone number down perfect, and I can't still. So, <laughs> it's still it's still sort of a, a roll of the dice, or whether or not I can. Uh, get it down. So we'll find out today where that happens. So if you do want to reach us, I'll just give it a go right now. You can call us at 208-282-3372. I got it. Uh, you can email us at cetrain at isu.edu, or you can just check out our website at cetrain.isu.edu. Uh, and when we say c-e-train, that's exactly the letters c-e-train.isu.edu. Um, um, and if you uh, like this podcast, please oh. hit that like button and subscribe and uh, share, share. We, right. we really want people to share. Yeah. In fact, Paul, we, we've been realizing that three years, that we, I think this is our first official ask. Yeah, so we never asked. We <laughs> <laughs> We're not really good at this podcasting thing in spite of what we like to believe. Uh, yeah. So if you like the podcast, please let us know in one of those many different ways you can do that. Stephanie, thank you for being on the show and uh, truly appreciate it. And um, uh, you've got me excited for the holiday season. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Thank you so much. I, I, I really appreciate you coming on and I, I, I'm looking forward to the lights. I'm looking forward to the lights. Definitely. We'll see you downtown. Absolutely. Yes.